This week on your Old School RuneScape update, wilderness changes arrive, buffing rogues' chests, and bounty hunter XP, among other things. We also discuss how RNG works at the Warriors Guild, why farming is wonderful or maybe sucks, and how much of the game plays well on mobile. This is the Old School RuneScape Update, Episode 14, recorded Saturday, February 10th, 2024, Wild Farming. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Old School RuneScape Update, Sirion and myself here as we are each and every week. This week, a bit of a quieter Old school news week, but of course that doesn't mean there's not things to talk about, right? Always. What we've been doing, um, the the wonderful news out of out of Jagex HQ, as it were. But before we get too far down the track, of course, uh, follow along. Show notes update show slash os. You can find us in game, French chat, bits bites, and of course the community Discord as well at update show slash Discord and. I don't know. Should we start with what we've been doing this week, or should we start with um, some 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 wilderness changes? Where do you want to go first? Uh, I'll start with the wilderness changes. Yeah, and and I think it goes without saying that I'm not a wilderness person. You're not a wilderness person, and as such, we look through these patch notes and we look at you know what what was brought into game with this this week, and a couple of things jumped out at me, and you can tell me. Um, whether or not you you agree on on the things that I've that, that I picked, or if you have other ones, but the first thing that actually um, comes out to me is that oh wow, rogues chests uh, have actually been been updated in terms of the amount of loot that they give to the fact that the XP coming out of those has been multiplied by a factor of seven. That's uh, that's a pretty significant buff. Yeah, and you know, we we have to remember, of course, and I, I think my I think my vision of thieving in the game is still tainted from leagues with having trickster active, and it's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You don't just go; you'll have a you'll have a hundred percent, you'll have a hundred percent chance of opening that chest, and you'll continually pickpocket NPCs, and with this. Um, no, and you know, thieving has, is a painful skill to to master. And I, I, you know, I actually resorted to squirks for getting the quest requirements done. I don't know. I, I think you just did. You did the fruit stalls. Right? Yeah, I did the fruit stalls in Asidius. Uh, there's two of them in in like a building, so you can just do it without worrying about guards. It's quite convenient. Yeah, yeah. So this is they're really enticing people there. Because if you have completed the Wilderness Hard Diary, you get an extra 25% loot, but that jump from 100 to 700-ish thieving XP, based on their calculations, results in about 200,000 thieving XP per hour. Nice. And, you know, when when we look at the at the numbers we were getting in leagues and we look at, you know, numbers, what we might be useful are used to from elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. But I don't know. I don't know if it would still be enough to, to send me to the wilderness once I unlock these. 
Given the, I given, mean, given if you're the... just going there for XP, you don't need to wear any armor or equipment, right? So the only annoyance is with PK is it's going to be interrupt and being interrupted. Yeah, so... and, and of course you're looking to at this being a level 84 plus thieving activity here. So, you know, keep that in mind, of course, that you don't unlock it to level 84. So it's, you know, for those people who want to push it further than that. But I, I think it's an interesting way to draw people into the wilderness, given the amount of risk that is that is present there with the PKers. So, well, we'll have to I, wait, I wait think, and see how this goes. I think you need it for a healthy wilderness, right? Like, if there is no reason to go in there except for PKing, you know... You you always get people who want to, you know, have fair fights, so to speak. But for that, we have things like Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Um, so I I think for the wilderness to work with how it's been designed, you need those training. Like, that's why, you know, um, some of the rare runite, like we have more runite rocks we can mine in the world now, but especially early days, you know. If you want yeah, it's that one. Uh, you, went just, the, uh, you went into the wilderness. Yeah, just uh, just wanted... south of the uh, member's wall there in the wilderness. And yeah, if not. you wanted to kill black dragons, I believe you went into the wilderness. Um, like so many things were unique to the wilderness, and there's a lot of places for it now. And we're starting to see, especially around quests, that. The team is moving more and more into making into the wil- like going into the wilderness, making that a choice. Yeah, uh, and I am all for that. Like, I think it's actually interesting if there's a risk reward element to it. Um, yeah, and we saw the same happen yeah. in RS3. Right, right? and, and like, I was just uh, gonna say that because they wanted to re- revamp the wilderness. They tried, I think, two or three times. And granted, there's no PvP community there; it's very small. Mm-hmm. So the entire area, you know, really just became a, a, a different, a, an extension of the world that you can skill in and act as normal, yeah. removing the risk. Because the risk that was there was, you know, random, you know, level 200 plus mobs popping up and blapping yeah. you, which, yeah. you know, not fun, random. Whereas with, you know, the old school method that we're seeing here, of course, you you know that, well, there's somebody actually controlling that character behind the scenes who who is who is going to try and kill you. And it really, I think, creates a stark binary choice of do I go into the wilderness to get that good XP or that good loot or do I just play it safe and maybe maybe do a bit less elsewhere? Yeah, like, but like, even even at a time where RS3 got like their cursed energy and uh, a bunch of things in the wilderness that were just sort of best XP rates, I don't think it was ever super popular either. No, like I think no. there's there's especially in in RS3 sort of a bias against the wilderness, um. And even in old school, right? Like, look at the league stats. Who went into the yeah, wilderness? Yeah, it, it, was, no it was like less than 2% of the people at the end of it who chose a wilderness region. Yeah, so, you know, and, and, and the risk you run, uh, and I've, I haven't verified this independently, but the, like I think it's actually the case in old school, the risk you run with making really viable methods into the wilderness is it becomes like a bot farm. And, like, from what I like, I've I've heard the situation at some of the uh, wilderness bosses yeah. being described as a bunch of loot pinatas controlled by like bot algorithms running around that PK is just 
come in and swoop up. And I think the genuine question to ask with these changes is how, like, how does that solve that problem? Right. right? Like, do we not just... Or does it exacerbate it further even? Like, was there a problem to begin with? That's or the that. thing I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, like the 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 intent behind these updates is I think to make the wilderness more enticing and maybe the leaks data sort of incited the um updates here. But I I don't think we're solving the right thing, right? Like I think we could make I mean at some point the wilderness is gonna be so enticing that, you know, the entire rest of the game becomes irrelevant and that's well, I also don't know if it'll go that far. But like, if you kept pushing this, okay. But like, I don't know if there's a point before that where you solve the problems that we have with the wilderness right now. So, I arguably I speak from a point of like not having much experience with the wilderness content at all. But I'm not a hundred percent sure if what problem we're trying to solve and if if there is indeed a problem whether this is the right solution for it yeah and you know i was contemplating doing doing some agility up there but i realized at this point i'd still be giving up the graceful tokens so i'm not going to get those graceful tokens because i don't even have the full outfit yet we'll reevaluate after the outfit uh has arrived and you know i opened the discussion with talk about xp on the rogues chest and this will be the last thing i mentioned on the wilderness but they also increased the bounty hunter xp labs by two and a half times across the board so in enticing the people who are doing bounty hunter to allow them to get that to get that xp uh from that activity as well so i mean it's i think it's clear there's a vibrant wilderness going population out there both in the pcares and probably on the skilling side it's just that i think the folks we hang around in ourselves probably probably mm. don't do that maybe loud and proud uh, true and 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 look like may, maybe um you know this is a overall positive i mean i think it's an overall positive update for the pk community and you know um i have nothing against them I think it's, like I said, I think it's an important part of the wilderness. Once you start losing it, it's really hard to bring it back. So, yeah, I I don't see any major harm being done with the only exception that if the loot gets too much and too much, too many scaling resources enter the economy, that could upset things. Yeah, and as long as it's not botted too, but you know. You'd, you'd imagine that given the amount of botting that old school has seen in the past, you would you would be able to kind of measure and have a stick and you know see where that stick comes up on the on the water line, so to speak. <laughs> hmm. But that's the wilderness changes this week, and also in the news post, uh, just some quick stats on Scurious before we move on to what we've been doing. Uh, Twelve point one million. Uh, total kills on Scurrius so far, and 2,752 pets, 374,000 spines, 61,000 maces made. Yeah, that's one I'd make. 27,000 staves and 25,000 bows made uh, after week one of Scurrius. So, um, like a success then. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. I, I, I know lots of people who have been going there, and you know, it, it's obviously people outside of my level band. But I, I, I think, I think it really uh, scratched the itch on I, that. I, I think the real test is going to be like in a few weeks when the newness has worn off. Like if you go there and 
just open into the public instance like is there someone there right like that yeah would be right and then if not how do you find the world if you want to mass it kind of thing right yeah. so yeah um all right what have we what have, what have we been been up to with that have you gone back there do you want to you want to start or you want to hear my week first uh, honestly, my week has been incredibly busy, but not necessarily RuneScape related. I haven't gone back to Scurrius. It's on my list to go back there for sure. Um, but you know, I'm my to-do list is too long at this point, and my time is too short. I spend a whole bunch of time uh, in the Warriors Guild. I'm trying to get my defenders for the longest time. Oh, yeah. For the longest time, I wanted to wait until I had the easy combat achievements because no. you get double the no. Warriors Guilds tokens, right? Too long. Um, and I realized I am falling into the same trap as I fell into leagues, right? Where you get to this point where you're like, oh, I want to reach this achievement or I want to reach this goal, but waiting a little bit longer makes it more <laughs> efficient, right? And all of a sudden, everything depends on everything, and you don't have any goals left to work on. And you're right. I looked over it. I was like, okay, you know, like I, I can probably at my level band do barrows, right? That that should give me a few. Oh, that's like only a few. Okay, so I need to do. And I started adding up what I could do in terms of combat achievements. I was like, I need to push quite far to even finish the easy ones. Uh, and if and if that was something I was really into, I think I could do easy combat achievements on my yeah. level, right? Yeah, but, great. But but you know, it's, would you rather be doing something else at the same time, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And that's exactly so, that's exactly the thing I ran into in the latter half of leagues as well. Yeah. So in 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 that respect, I decided to just you know I was like I need to combat XP anyway, and you get. You're basically just training to get the Warrior Guild tokens, right? Like, I did the uh, animated armors. Like, I'll, I'll get the combat XP anyway. Might as well go and sit here instead of crabs. Um, or Scurious, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. I got a bunch of tokens. I'm already to a sixth of my tokens. I got 3k tokens, which should be way more than you need. But I already went to a sixth of it, and I still only have the Bronze Defender. Yeah, I want to uh, talk about that, actually, because these things are advertised as, as 1 in 50, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to get them one after the other. So, you know, you can expect to kill about, I don't know, like 300 on average. For for one, you're saying, right? For, for, for all, all five of them. Okay. So like, one of them, you can... Expect to kill about fifty on average, um, and then you know you need you need to get like five or six, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, so that's like two hundred and fifty or three hundred. And and this is the weird thing about this, you know, back in the day when old school was mainscape, I remember. I swear, I did this in one night. Look, I remember doing this in RS3 at some point, and I think it was super quick and easy as well. Well, so yeah, of course, you just mowed down the Cyclopses there, but I yeah, definitely did it. That, that's, that's, I definitely, that I definitely did it before EOC on when I did it, and I still think it was quick. So, and the reason I say that is because I attempted this on leagues with the one in ten, and I killed upwards of you know thirty or forty of them, and I didn't even get a bronze one. Wow. 
So I don't know if oh, I was right. doing. You had access. You had access to Ghana, of course. Yeah, like um, I don't know if I was doing something wrong with that or what. So I was like, okay. So if your response is is that you burned through that many, and you haven't even got bronze yet. Well, the annoying thing is, I got bronze after six kills. So I'm now like almost 100 kills dry on iron. Yeah, and 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 see, this is the thing. Everybody always says, you know, I'm X dry on whatever. Right, but that's that's kind of not how that's kind of not how the RNG stuff works. You can have an expected value, but you might go you might go beyond that. And- uh, yeah, so um, I did the math, and in in the limit, if you look at sort of like if you go into the limit, I believe the chance you will get your drop by the expected kill count mm-hmm. uh, is two thirds. So okay. if you hit the number of kills that is equal to like the one in N, um, then you're part of the one third least lucky things. But the problem is, you could go forever, right? So at that point, you know, it starts degre- like there's no bad luck mitigation. No, exactly. I wish there was bad luck mitigation on the cyclops. Oh yeah, obviously. especially though, just given you know how how useful they are and whatnot. So yeah, yeah I need to sit down there and and go in there and do that at some point. But um, I haven't I haven't got around to that. Just been doing lots of um, lots of other things uh, in relation to that. Um, did you head anywhere else out aside from aside from the Warriors Guild this week that? That you want to uh, I spent a whole bunch of uh, my AFK time uh, in Caterby fishing. Uh, oh, so I got six. I got sixty-two fishing lobsters. Uh, then I lobsters. Yeah, I know it's not the fastest, but it was like it's sort of convenient in a sense. Um, it's and I and I saved up all the lobsters, cooked them, got sixty-two cooking. Um, so whenever we get around to doing Swan Song, yes, I, can I was just going to say that. I was just going to say. I was just going to say that. Just going to say that because um, that is definitely something that's going to be you know nice to have. And of course, you know, we could buy all the we could buy all the mugfish and and whatnot. But it's just you know nice to be able to you know cook them yourself sometimes. So indeed, indeed. Well, but yeah. Other than that, lots of I like. Lots of herb trips. Uh, I'm saving up some money. Oh, good. Um, yeah, ha- having fun with that? Fun is not the word I would oh. describe, but I find them non-objectionable. Okay, because you get money at the end of it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I do my herb runs on mobile. I try and do mm-hmm. them four or five times a day mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Um, and they are really quick to do a mobile. So you know, if I'm waiting at work for some code to compile and whip out my phone, do a quick herb <laughs> run, do birdhouses while I'm at it. Um, you know, hashtag working from home, right? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Okay, no, that's it. Yeah, I, I've been I've been enjoying the herb runs too and whatnot. And then you know, for for folks who don't know me, that that's probably uh, part of my RuneScape identity and. I also uh, dove back into farming because I got 65, of course, for the farming guild um, and and the contracts, the medium contracts a while back. But, you know, up until leagues, I really never actually leaned back into it. And I never actually started the tree and uh, and fruit runs again, which I actually did that this week. 
And I was absolutely blown away by what I found when I looked at the prices on this. And, you know, people who are up on this market would know it. But I was astounded that you and Papaya, with 12 ewes planted a day and four Papaya planted a day, is profitable with two Herb Runs a day. I was not anticipating that. I was not anticipating that. Herb runs are pretty good. That being said, seeds are expensive. Like I've been doing the the farming contracts, right? And the nice yeah. thing about like Runelight has the has the loot tracker, so I can see exactly how much money I made with seed packs. I opened a few seed packs on the mobile, so it might not be complete. But here it says I opened 163 seed packs, and the GE value of all the seeds I got out of that is over a million. You know, that's interesting. I should look into that. That's not a part of Runelight um, that I use. Yeah, no, it's really useful. Uh, it it lets me tell you that right now I've killed 114 cyclopses. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, in some ways that that's kind of depressing too. Uh, yeah, it is. It was very depressing when I tried getting the amulets in the abyss in leagues. Oh my god, I was unlucky there. <laughs> uh, don't want to talk about it. No, um, but like, yeah, uh, like. I, and I now unlocked the heart tier of farming contracts as well, right? Which yeah, I'm coming harder. for you. Yeah, you're doing actual heart tree runs. I stopped doing them because there's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason for you to go past where you're going. Whereas, you know, for me, it's about history, and you know, just but just. You, but just you're going for the untrimmed skill. agility gape. I was hoping you weren't going to bring that up. Ah. <laughs> That is not confirmed. That is not confirmed yet. That is not confirmed. Not confirmed yet. But I did want to mention with this, and every time I look at this, the farming skill, I'm reminded of of how elegant it is, how there's things that feed into Herblore with it. There's things that feed, you know, into crafting and the like with that and even farming feeding back into itself with the with the protection payments and whatnot and we just did a feature on uh the the patreon for the rs3 show talking about farming and the ecosystems around it and the the thing that that i learned from that and when i was organizing my thoughts was what sold me on the skill back when it came out in 2005 was that ecosystem that it came with and was you know nurtured and flourished over the years get it farming words nurtured flourished i uh, i choose to ignore them but those ecosystems and just the fact that it's an entirely different way of getting xp in the game compared to anything else out there and I don't know, like, I don't know what the what the community pulse is of the old school, you know, community at large when it comes to farming, you know, where it stands on on people's lists of favorite skills. But, you know, even with how it stands here in old school right now, as, as I'm looking at it, it is definitely, definitely top three still for me. And that is what makes me, you know, want to push it to 99 untrimmed. 
aside from you know some some weird dare that came out came out on a podcast for 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 untrimmed agility so i just wanted to you know necessarily share that out there for anybody who you know might be on the fence about it and with what you said about the herb farming and you factor all these things in and you start looking at things and you see that you know maybe this isn't a huge mountain to climb to get 80 farming maybe you can just do it with a couple herb runs a day and, you know, throwing in, in you and papaya seeds. And, you know, obviously we'll have to reevaluate that once I start, um, once I start planting the hardwoods and when I get more, uh, patches going in, but overall, uh, just absolutely still one of my favorite skills in the game. And I really think as well, and you and I were talking about this, I forget where we were talking about this, um, with the farming guild. And you were saying that if that same sort of thing happened with the Hunter Guild, when that comes out with Varlamore, uh, we'd we'd have you know another you know very key piece of old school content that, in effect, you know as it is, shows how it's done. I mean, you talk about like the ecosystem for farming, but like who cares? Like with all respect, I, I think a lot of people. Average people <laughs> don't really care about like the underlying design, right? Like they might feel when something is right. 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 That's and, the but... that's the beauty of game design, right? Like <clears throat> the design doesn't stand out unless it's bad. Right? It's the same as graphic effects, right? Like on VFX and movies, it only stands out when it's bad. Uh, when it's good, you don't notice it. And I think the same holds for game design. So I think a lot of people. Um, they cling on the on the problematic parts of farming, which is that it is a skill that is by its design very time gated. Which, for people who are the type of gamer that don't log in like an hour each day and play, but rather you know they spend a few weeks just twenty four seven playing it, farming kind of sucks. Okay, that's an interesting perspective. And and see that's 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 the interesting thing about that because what I what I'm trying to in effect sell by talking about that is the fact that it speaks to me in that way because it's so different. Yeah, like I understand that, and I, I, I mean, I, like I said, I don't dislike the farming skill, and I think it's on the whole very well designed and integrated in the game. But you know, you could also argue that it's maybe too tightly integrated. Like as an Ironman, you have no choice but to do farming. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Whereas most, well, most skills you can sort of ignore. I mean, not the combat skills, but. That's, so, that's actually a good point. That's actually a good point. Um, let's see. I want to know. We, we 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 got like a, a unique episode here. I'm making Shay not like farming. No, no, no. You will never do that. You will never do that. Um, fun fact: you can actually uh, get get herbs and whatnot from NPCs and whatnot. Zalred yeah. 25 noted toad flax as an example. But your point is, you know, it, it, that does stand because when you look at, you know, maybe something like Randerweed that you might want in copious amounts, 
right? You're yeah. gonna you're gonna you're gonna either gamble that according to the wiki here at barbarian assault or do sorceress's garden and have a one in eleven chance of getting it, or you're consigned to the farming scale. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know I I see that there's a that there's a choice to be made for iron people and whatnot, but at the end of the day, the differences are still what speaks to me, and that's what sells it for me. And I've always sure. liked those kind of differences. So, huh, huh, you know, not not to weasel out of the ninety nine agility talk. I think I think there's reason for me to you know continue to push uh, ninety nine farming to be the untrimmed one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could do that. I yeah, I largely don't because I, there's no reason to right. Like it it could be perhaps my easiest ninety nine with the frequency I play at. Um, right. But like, but why? You know, adding adding a herb run, adding a tree run to my herb run, like it's easily like another ten minutes. It makes it a little bit harder to just quickly do that. Like yeah, now you, I'm a talk- you have now, to, you have to kind of plan that into the day. If I'm being now honest. now I'm yeah exactly now I'm looking at you know a uh, half an hour to do a herb run and a tree yeah. run and a fruit tree run yeah. and, and and throw like, bird's nest in and you you know you're up to forty five minutes right. <laughs> Yeah, not quite, maybe, but like I can do like bird, like a herb run and bird houses right now in in just about fifteen minutes, um, and I do miss my bank preset, like the inventory layout, bank layout thing, and bank tags a lot on mobile as well. Yeah, we have to talk the, about how to how to set that up. I looked at trying to set that up, but it became a little bit too confusing for me. So we'll 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 talk about that at some point. Yeah, after. no, it's, it's, it's that, that, so for me, no, I, for me, the, the content that I like doing most right now in the game is content that I can sort of do half, right? Fishing, cooking, combat, well, some combat. Um, yeah. 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 That's the kind of stuff that is wood relatively woodcutting. Wood yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Um, I'm saving up for construction combats. That's a little bit more active, but even that, you know, I just you, you get so good at it at some point that you're only half looking at the screen what you're doing. Um, so that's the kind of content I see myself doing a lot. Uh, I'm not chasing any particular 99s right now. No, it's far too early for that. You know, in on mass, it's just you know. It's just nice for me to have a have a long term goal like that. So, um, my long term goal is Song of the Elves, right? Song of the Elves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you know, on that, I actually nailed off a bunch of other uh, quest requirements this week too. On that list, uh, heading heading in that direction, believe it or not, and that's why I mentioned woodcutting actually, because I did spend some time there, and you know, brought woodcutting up a few levels at, at teak and, you know, just reading about teak trees and, you know, the, the length some people will go to, to one and a half tick or two tick. These things is just astounding. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm going to go that far. No, I've seen some like same with fishing, right? Barbarian fishing. You can do some tick manipulation there and I'm looking at it. I'm like, you know what? Power to you, but I, uh-uh. See, that's the thing, right? Like, there are certain skills that you have basically no choice 
but to continuously look at the screen and be active. Like, even something like Herblor, right? Like, it takes so little time to do an inventory, you're basically all the time present um, yeah. at the screen. Yeah. Um, so, if there's a skill where I have a choice to do it sort of semi-AFK or fully AFK even better, then I will choose that way even if it's slower. Yeah, and isn't that interesting as well, you know, just looking at the game at large, that you have the option to do so much on mobile and it just kind of like fits like a glove and it doesn't feel like the vast swaths of the content we're talking about, you know, were designed post-mobile launch. Now, were they? Uh, no, no. And and I remember over Christmas when leaks were still on, I did a whole bunch of like these skills that could be that were very mobile friendly um, on leaks. Like I got most of my fishing levels that way, for example, uh, woodcutting, fletching, all that stuff. Um, so I think I think you know the skill and the duration of time on, on normal game is of course going to be much longer. But, you know, I see the same thing. Like, I'm going to be on vacation for a week soon. I'm not bringing a laptop, uh, but I'm bringing my phone. Of course, I'm bringing my phone. Um, I could see myself just continue doing my herb runs and maybe every now and then, like, spend an afternoon woodcutting or fishing yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it's just so interesting that old school fits into that mold. And I think if I'm just going to bring this all back as we as we get to the end here, the question is, could you pull off anything like that in the wilderness, given the fact you're always looking over your shoulder for peak airs? No, I would, I would not feel comfortable. Like there's certain things I wouldn't be comfortable doing on mobile. Like it's the same with, uh, I mean, crabs have done a lot of, a lot of crabs on mobile as well. Um, um, for combat, but like, like bossing or any kind, like I'm not even comfortable doing, um, giants foundry. On mobile, no, right? yeah, there's lots Even of precision though, involved in that in terms of exactly where, when you want to click away and whatnot. Um, I'm also not sure yet about Winter Toad. Like being able to do Winter Toad on mobile would be a game changer for me. I think, uh, and well, it's totally possible. It. Hmm? I think I've seen you do one kill there, haven't you? Oh, I might have shown you. Yeah, um, that might be true. Yeah, I think it's doable, but it's like. Now you're dealing with the situation where you're losing hit points, you could die, right? And any time that yeah. becomes a factor, mobile... <sighs> you question if you want to do that. You question if you yeah. want to do that. And, you know, I, we, I don't think we intended this episode to become the mobile episode, but I think that's what it is in terms of, you know, just where, where old school lands with all that. And... You know, I'd be interested to hear from the listeners, interested to hear, you know, at some point if Jagex has ever said anything about this, you know, how many, what percentage of the old school player base plays on mobile, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and this this is what the client updates that are coming this year are so exciting for. Like, that's why I hope the plugin system on the main client is going to become successful. Like, I am happy to continue using Moonlight in perpetuity, right? I don't. Like the new client looks great and all, and that, but that's not a deal breaker for me. No, it's not. Um, the plugins at this point really are. So I hope we're gonna see functionality matching most of the plugins. I mean, it's surprising actually to me. Like 
I don't know if you notice, know but uh, you probably I don't know how many clues you've done. Hey, you've done some clues on leagues, right? You probably our use the our leagues, yes. Uh, you probably used the clue. Uh, I did. I did. Uh, and it solves the puzzles for you, yeah. and it tells you where to go. And it feels a little bit dirty, but it speeds things up a lot. Um, that's a base feature of the game on the new client. And that's so like, and that and that and that says a lot. It says a lot, and at that point, like, but like it. The reason I want to mention that one specifically because that one feels the most out there. But like a lot of features from plugins that have been added to Moonlight to plugins are actually part of the new client already. It's just like a few of them that might be lacking, like the bank layouts, for example, things like a loot tracker. Oh my goodness, the loot tracker is great, right? Um, you know, people are like going to want people are going to want Quest Helper, right? Because that's like the, the most used plugin. Yeah, it it always gets advertised as like one of the best plugins, and yeah, it was great on leagues. But nah. to be honest, I'm gonna I'm st- I'm I'm stopping to fight it. I could have gone and fought against the Clue Scroll plugin because no, no, it goes. It goes against the fundamental design of that, right? Like it speeds things up, it kind of unbalances things, and and quests. I also feel you are skipping a fundamental part of the game. But yes. I'm gonna stop fighting it because there are some people. I mean, if you make like your fifth iron account, you just want to get to those quests quickly. I get it, right? Yeah, and yeah, I, I forget which one we used it for on main here, but we used it once or twice. You have used it once or twice. I've not used it on my main. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Fair enough. I I forget which one it was, but it was like once or twice. So I I used it on the for the speed runs, but the route uh, the speed running uh, routes are not always the same as the quest helper routes. So at some point it gets confused. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's true. But, but like it uh, it was really useful for the maze in Ernest the Chicken in Trainer Manor basement, for example. Yeah, no, I can enough. tell you the sequence of levers now from the top of my head because I've done that quest like three times. <laughs> oh god, so many odd little things in this game, and you know, you look back like we mentioned last week, Underground Pass, two thousand two, but all these things just bubble up to the surface, and they're actually, you know, and they've aged remarkably well in that and they've been taken care of and i think and i and i think that's you know finally starting to make sense to me a a year and a bit after after being involved with old school so i appreciate that um i don't know that there's much else left to say on these topics before we uh, before we move on anything you want to you want to mention plug share before we go no please please give me defender drops already yeah, fair enough. Complaining about it always helps, right? So Yeah, fair enough. And I think it's also fair to mention that you won't be here next week, but I will have a guest host on who has played old school, plays old school, and has been around uh since since two thousand five ish or so. So we're so we're gonna be in good hands next week when Sirion is off on his vacation here. Yeah. So you'll be disappearing for a week, but the show will go on and, you know, it's going to be interesting because that's the first time that's happening. There's, it's always a first for something. So 
best of luck to us. Best of best of fun times on that on that trip you're going on. Mm-hmm. But that pretty much brings us to the end of the program this week. So, of course, just a reminder, if you want the show delivered automatically to you, you can subscribe. Just visit update.show slash OS. And, of course, we'll be back next week. Well, part of us will be for another episode of the Old School RuneScape Update. See you then, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.